Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? Fight! Hey everybody, welcome back to Stuff You Don't Need to Know. This is Jay, and you know, as you heard by the little ditty that come that came right before this episode, it's another versus episode. So if it's a versus episode, then you know Jason is gonna be involved. Jason, how you doing? Doing great and ready to rock. Yeah, so we're sort of continuing. Uh last time we talked, we did our Game of Thrones versus uh Lord of the Rings, and we had Tormund Giant Spain. Battle Gimli, son of Gloin, uh, and they battle to a draw. And I, you know, thinking back on it, I stand by that. I, I really think that fight would end up in a draw. Yeah, I actually talked to a couple of people that actually did not listen to the podcast at all. Which I don't know why, because they're insane because they're not listening. But, Shame on them. But, you know, but... I know, and I told him I said, go listen to it to make your own opinion before you make your opinion just on what you saw. Listen to our opinion first, and because we'll change your mind. But they, they said they they were on the board with what we were talking about. I mean, they, they really liked our decision, even though they didn't listen, but I told them to listen anyway. But yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It'll just, it'll just confirm what they thought. So, right. so last time, uh, I kind of dubbed that one, like, like the battle of ginger deep. Well, this one, <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be I the battle, the battle of the beans, because Bro, I knew it. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Real original. So right. obviously it's going to be Boromir for Lord of the Rings versus Ned Stark from Game of Thrones. And of course, both characters played by one of my favorite actors, Sean Bean. Yeah. yeah. What's what's nice about this fight is no matter what, Sean Bean wins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like fighting yourself, your mirror. Just go for it. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing is... I mean, the thing is, is it, it seems all throughout his career, you know, and my daughter even said this, it's like, we can't think of a, of an instance like film, TV, anything where it's ended up good for him. No, it, it hasn't. And I can't think of anything either. Yeah. I was even thinking like he was in, I think it was the, uh, cause I, I, I get like mission to Mars and, and, um, interstellar. I get those two confused, and I know he was in—I know he was in one of them. I think it was like the Mission to Mars, where uh, I think it was, yeah. Well, the strange thing about that is Matt Damon gets lost in space in both of them. So, <laughs> now that's some bad luck. That's—I <laughs> actually saw something. They said, "Okay, Saving Private Ryan, U.S. government spends money to go get Matt Damon, uh, Mission to Mars, and Interstellar." Like again, it's like next time Matt Damon goes missing, he's on his own. <laughs> Yeah, just just let him do the old uh, Jason Bourne and getting back. Let him let him work his own way in. Yeah, but I, I think Sean Bean was the um, he was like the flight director, or so he was like high up in NASA. I, I think it was it was uh, Mission to Mars, and because he told the crew of, of the Martian mission that yes, Matt Damon is stranded on there, and they made the decision to go after him, he got fired. I was like, okay, he did the right thing. And he got fired. It's like Sean right. Bean can't win. <laughs> <laughs> but he hits some good roles, so hey, that's fine. It's, he's got he's got the starring roles in a few 
two shows. Well, yeah, and I mean both. <laughs> yeah, and and both these characters, I think, are are some. I mean, like like we both said here, he he's had some amazing roles, and I think these two are probably like really great examples of that of, of some some great roles. You know, both Ned Stark right. and Boromir. So. All right. I mean, let's. Uh, I mean, well, y- y- you know what? And before we started the show, Jason and I were talking about this. Um, really, aside from the TV show, uh, you know, the movies, the books, there's not not a lot of information out there to to really kind of base this on. Um, something something interesting I found is when Sean Bean played Ned Stark, uh, he was about fifty fifty two years old. Ned Stark was supposed to be in his mid thirties. I, I found forty. Okay, okay. Yeah, I was looking at the dates he was born and when he died, and they were like giving an estimate of like forty to forty-one. And I knew you were going to go with this, and I'll let you go with it. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so. because you know, obviously, you know, I think people would think right off the bat, well, Boromir's a young man, and, and Ned Stark's an older man. The characters are actually the same age because looking up right. about. Boromir, when he died uh, at the end of uh, Fellowship of the Ring, he was also 40, 41 years old. So yep. let's just dispel mm-hmm. that rumor right then and there that, uh, yeah, yeah they're, they're the same age. But, again, both played by Sean Bean, so people would say, well, they're the same height and the same size. Um, according to kind of looking it up and, and, and looking at analysis of both books, uh, you know, Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings. Uh, Ned Stark was about 5'11", a little bit under six feet tall, where Boromir was actually 6'4". He was he was a big boy. So, yeah. you know, we, we got to think about that going into it. Right. I, I think one thing, though, that we could say about these two guys, just like last time when we talked about Gimli and, and Tormund, we said, you know, these are these are two guys that they're not going to back down from anything. I think Boromir and Ned are probably two of the most noble and, and honorable people that you would you would run into. Probably give the edge to Ned in that one, but still, like these are these are pretty noble, honorable guys. Yeah, I'm going to give the edge to Ned because Ned really went. I mean, of course, above and beyond his call, where he he stood by his family and and didn't give up anything. Where where Boromir he. He faltered there for a while and took the ring, and it showed that he does have a weakness of, of man, where Ned, he, he was almost superhuman and, and resisting. It was, he, didn't, he didn't falter, and it was, it was very – he did a really good job portraying that. But where Boromir, like I said, it was just – he faltered that one, that one time, and he knew he did wrong, but after that, he was, he was Team Frodo the whole way. And he he held up his end of the bargain to the to the end. Yeah, and you know, again, we're not really going to discuss you know the shows or or, or the right. movies too too much. But just spoiler here, just in case nobody kind of saw it towards <laughs> the end of Game of Thrones. You know, you mentioned how Boromir was really very noble up until the point where he he kind of fell under the spell of the Ring. Right. I I don't think Ned would because. If you think about it, Jon Snow. Right. For for most of the series, we're like, he's the bastard son of, of Ned Stark. Ned knew the truth. And through everything that happened, 
not once did he say anything like you would think late at night he would be he would be there with with, with Catelyn, who because as far as she knew john was ned's bastard right despised john just go hey look between you and me this is who John really is. You know, yeah. he, he didn't. True, he true never, never did. Was, right. He he held it up. I mean, he he John John in I know in the book in the in the TV show in the book that they, they had different ages, which which is fine with me because I'm currently right now I just finished the first book, so mm, I'm going okay. on to the second one. So the first book was really good. Uh, the, the age of John in it was 14 in the book, but. Uh, Mm-hmm. Which I think he was a little bit older in the show. Probably, I mean, he portrayed himself as a little older. I think. Yeah. I don't know if they ever said his age, and I, but but that's fine. But he Ned held up his end. I mean, it was fourteen years or fifteen years or however old they want him to be. And then even on after that, I mean, right up to right up to the end, he, he did not say a word about it. Like who he really was, and he he held it. I mean, he he was a very supportive father, and he was his for who is who he can john considered his father he was a supportive father so he, he yeah. really, really did him well yeah because he would protected him to the end i mean he protected his identity and protected him as a as a a part of the family yeah because you would think you know on the one hand i'm sure when he he came back from his travels and he's like oh yeah i have this kid john snow he's my bastard i'm sure you know catlin gave him grief about it and she gave John grief for pretty much her entire life right. plus seeing the grief that John was getting you know as a bastard and the way he was treated you would think like at, at some point something because he was such a noble man he was such a good man and he sees John suffering and he kind of sees you know Catelyn giving him looks and maybe Catelyn icing you know net out at some times because of that and you would just think you know at some point, he's just got to say, you know, okay, I know I could trust you, but he, but he knew even even though he trusted his wife or he trusted his family or close advisors, like he knew if he let that secret out, it would be disaster. the end. It would be the end. It would, it would be the end of the Seven Kingdoms, pretty much. Not the end of the Seven Kingdoms, but it would be all out to kill Jon Snow. <laughs> it would be find him, kill him, get him out of the picture. Yeah, it, it would. So that's why I think if. Switching places there. If he was a member of the fellowship, Ned, <clears throat> Ned would not falter. He would not fall under temptation of the ring. And just like Boromir did, you know, Boromir's redemption is, is he would fight to the death to protect Frodo, the fellowship and, and make sure the right. ring stayed safe. Now, how much, how much do you think magic came into the part of, of Boromir going over toward the ring? I mean, I think it was the dark magic calling him. Can you think Ned could withstand or, or, stay off the uh the magic of it well i think well you know from from the way i took it from the movies and from reading the book boromir in the beginning when they called the fellowship together and they they realized the ring that they had and you know all these different options were kind of coming across the board and boromir was saying look you know we are sitting my people are sitting right on the border with Mordor. We are constantly battling them. We are keeping we we are keeping them at bay so the rest of you guys can live nice and comfortably. You know, right. Gondor needs the ring. So that thought was always kind of there. Oh yeah. Now, again, if we switch the roles and we put Ned there, it's like what what sort of temptation could the ring play off of Ned, you know, that would call out to him? 
I, the only thing I could think is is to reveal who John is and to, to harm his family. I mean, he was a, the, a family man more so than a king. And it would just play on that. But I think Ned would be able to withstand it. I really do. I, I, I absolutely agree. And, and again, that's not taking anything away from Boromir. I think Boromir right. was very strong. But I think that temptation was there. And, you know, because, again, he's not taking it for a selfish he's not taking it so he could be more powerful he's no, like no, yeah yeah he wants to reinforce gondor he wants to protect them against you know what's beyond the black gate right he wants to protect his people so yeah so i think the next big question that came up because i did a lot of looking on this is you know i think you know and we'll discuss it more in detail i think we kind of know what type of fighter boromir is we're not really sure about Ned because, you know, on the show, you don't really see a lot. You know, people talk about it and, and talk about reputations and, and who's who's a fierce warrior, who's a great swordsman. And there's, you know, it's really hard, like, kind of asking some people that have watched the show, you know, did you think Ned Stark was a great fighter? And people were sort of like, well, I kind of guess he is. Like, there's no kind of real proof about it so right <clears throat> the only thing I, guess, I found was the uh the the sword that he had which was ice mm-hmm. he it was a long sword and he did the execution there in the beginning of the uh the, the, the uh i'm sorry the deserter and mm-hmm. he took his head off and it was even said in the book and i don't know how i can't remember so far back so many what six seasons ago on the show how they portrayed it but they pretty much said in the book that his sword was made for more executions than it was battle. Even though it was a light sword, it was sharp, it was never dull, he yielded it for judgment and not for fighting. And, I mean, he, he may have used it in, in battle, but it wasn't used for battle that much. So I, I don't know if he used his sword more or other weaponry, but, yeah, for, for, for fighting, let's go with that. I, I, I just want to give you that little background on that one. Yeah, and, and kind of yeah, you know, some of the stuff I looked at, I, I pretty much found the same thing that ice was. You know, he he kind of carried it around as you know, it's a symbol of the house Stark. It's been right, you know, an heirloom there for many generations. Uh, the executions, I did read some things where they said that he would sometimes use it in battle, but he did have another weapon. You know, obviously not as famous as as ice. Um, right. I went back and I watched. Uh, in season one, when Jamie came to confront him, and they drew swords and they were fighting, and it wasn't ice; it was it was a long sword, but not as mass. Because ice was ice was pretty much like a, almost like a claymore. I mean, it was right. huge. Yeah. But Ned, and you see it when Bran, as a three eyed raven, is is traveling throughout time, and he sees you know Ned and and Benjen and all them younger training. You know, Ned trained with a long sword, but ice was more ceremonial, things like that. So I, I, I think he would fight with a two-handed sword, but not ice. So Yeah, and like you said, there's not that much background on how much fighting Ned did. I mean, he was in a few battles before he became King of the North, but he they didn't really go into detail on it. I mean, you know, he has this, the training, he has the, the fighting, fighting, fight training sword play everything like that but they just never show how good of a fighter he is which kind of yeah. disappointed me 
Yeah, I mean, it is a little disappointing, but, you know, something else that I kind of thought and I, and I did read it elsewhere. And I think it was actually I think somebody actually posed that question to George R.R. R. Martin. And his response was kind of like and I was thinking the same thing is like, look, he fought alongside Robert Baratheon in Robert's Rebellion and he survived. Right. So, you know, the guy can handle himself. So it's almost like he said, you know what? He's a better than average swordsman. And right. kind of left it at that. So, yeah. On the other side, we have Boromir, who <laughs> yeah. you know pretty much is is a trained warrior uh, from the get go. He's kind of the pride and joy of Gondor, and I, I mean, I, I definitely think he would be the superior swordsman in this battle. What do you What do you think? Oh yeah, I mean, size wise uh, and endurance wise, he he has fought. I mean, I know uh, Ned has only fought humans, and yes, Ned. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Boromir. There's other things out there in in their world, orcs, everything that you can think of, and he he fought them, and he 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 pretty much he did held holds his own with bigger, more a lot stronger opponents with weaponry that Ned would never even dream of coming at him <laughs> so, and animals that just animals that fight. I mean, I know there was the, uh, the dire wolves, but they didn't have to fight those, but exactly. Boromir, I think he takes it on this one. Yeah. And I think, you know, another, another advantage for Boromir is, you know, we see Ned pretty much well, the, the few instances we do see of it, as, as a young man, and, and again, when Jamie came to kind of arrest him, he fights with a longsword, a two-handed sword. Right. Boromir fights sword and shield. He can right. fight with the two-handed sword. He has daggers that he daggers. uses, he throws. I think even, too, I think he's, you know, picked up a bow and arrow. Right. You know, he's he's sort of like, he's almost like a walking militia. <laughs> yeah, right. And, and, and you bring up the bow and arrow, I mean, like you said, we're not going by the movie and books or trying to do spoilers, but if you haven't seen <laughs> Lord of the Rings, I'm sorry, we're going to spoil stuff for you, and I'm about ready to for this one. But uh, go ahead. They, the, the orcs go ahead and take him down when he's defending the the, uh, the two. Uh, oh, oh Pip, uh, Pippin and Mary. Yeah, Pippin. Yes, when he's defending them in the woods, he's blowing his horn for for Argon to come come help him. He takes at least five arrows and he holds it down. I mean, he's still fighting. He's still alive when Argon shows up and lets him know, I did all I could. I mean, I don't think Ned could do that. <laughs> I mean, he was a I, fighter to the end of <laughs> to the end. Yeah, and I, I really don't know, really, you know, in any kind of fantasy realm, I, I really couldn't think of a warrior like that. No. You know, like like you said, he's he's cutting down orcs. They start to fire arrows at him. And you're right, he took a, he took five arrows. Right. And he was still cutting down sort of the lesser orcs. But again, you have an arrow. You have one arrow in you. You know, the fight's kind of coming out of you. He had five. Right. And it was really the, <laughs> that um, I think they were called like Urukai. Like they were a mix of orc and and sort of like cursed elves. Right. So they were really big. You know, he comes and cuts Boromir down. But again, a Boromir that's been shot five times and, and has been fighting and, and, and protecting Pippin and Mary. And I, I, you know, will Ned be brave? Yes, absolutely. Will he be noble? Will he do his duty? Absolutely. But that's almost 
inhuman endurance to 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 carry on in a battle like that. Right. And when when in the when Ned gets caught when he's trying to leave and he's down at the brothel with it with his with his right hand man and, and right and left hand man there were like four or five of them and the guard comes in and comes in to take Ned into custody. They kill everybody except for Ned. And I don't think I think Ned if he would have fought back as harder. I think he would have killed him just as easy as they killed the other guys. Where Boromir, I think he would have held his own a lot better with a, a normal man compared to Ned Wood. Yeah, I mean, you know, Ned, because that's another thing, too, is, I mean, clearly there, there were a lot of soldiers there. Right. Um, they, could have, they could have rushed him, and, and that would have been it. They sort of let the space clear, let him and Jamie fight. Which is pretty interesting because Jamie Lannister, his reputation is is he's probably the deadliest knight, the most feared knight, the most skilled knight. And you could see that, you know, he knew for political reasons, you know, he can't kill Ned Stark. Right. But he wanted that fight. You could see it. And I, I don't think he held back. But, you know, he, he knew he couldn't kill him, but I don't think he held back. And Ned, who, you know, his, his fighting days were behind him, uh, he, he looked like he wanted that fight, too. And, you know, you could say the circumstances, you know, it wasn't really to the death because Jamie didn't want to kill him, political reasons, right. whatnot. Ned kind of held his own against oh, yeah. one of the better swordsmen. So... He's not. He's not a pushover. He's definitely not a pushover. I think he might be a little soft, being sit up there in the castle for a while and not doing as much as he should. Where Boromir is, is down on the ground all the time, fighting, fighting for his his his, his countrymen, fighting for uh, the ring itself. I mean, he he really held his own and and really showed his strength in fighting compared to what Ned Ned did. Yeah, I I would have to agree. I mean. I think the difference is, is I think, you know, Boromir was sort of raised to be a military man, you know, right. his father was the steward of Gondor. So sure. He, you could kind of consider him like they say in game of Thrones, he's a highborn, you know, he's, he's right. a noble, right. But he was trained to sort of lead Gondor's armies from the get go. Ned, you know, being a Stark, is he's going to lead one day. He's going to be more, and it's kind of weird to think of this in Game of Thrones, but he's more of a politician, more of a statesman. He he needs to know how to fight. Right. You, you even look back in medieval times, you know, noblemen learned how to fight the common person when it was time to go to war. Here's a pike, you know, here's a spear, here's a crossbow. Good luck to you. Right. <laughs> Yeah. So it's it's I think they were both highborn, both trained, but clearly Boromir's focus was this is what you're doing 24/7 where Ned you're going to learn how to use the sword, you're going to learn how to fight, but you have to learn how to make alliances. You have to learn how right. to, you know, how, how to act when the king comes to Winterfell and how you host. You have to learn all these things. So Right. And you, you'll, he'll have his guard protecting him most of the time anyway. So it, for him to fight, it really has to get nasty. For him, to, it has to get close well, to him to fight. So 
Okay, well, well, that's interesting. So, yeah, I mean, obviously he has, you know, he does have guards, and, you know, and we see a, a lot of these noble noblemen have guards and things. He strikes me as the type, though, if he was, you know, kind of patrolling around Winterfell or, or his hold there, and he was out in the countryside, and some trouble came his way, and I'm sure the guards, his guards would get in front of him. I, I don't see him retreating. I see him. No, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah, he, he would not retreat. I agree. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I think it's, I, I really think what it comes down to is I think it comes down to skill. And Ned is good. Boromir is, it's, he's just better. better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I think what makes this fight interesting, though, is, you know, last, like, last time when we talked Tormund and, and Gimli, we kind of said th- these two guys could be pals. And, you know, their fight would kind of be, a, a drunken misunderstanding or Dorman is just like, I haven't hit somebody in five minutes. Here's a little person. I, I'm just gonna, I'm going to go after it. Right. Um, it. It's almost like, again, you, you look at these two characters and it's, it's really hard because it's, they're played by the same actor, but right, you look yeah. at, you look at these two characters again, there's, they would be on the same side. They would be, they would respect one another. They would, they would be good friends. It would almost have to be like opposite sides of a, of a, like a civil war, you know, like a game of Thrones type thing. Starks versus Lannisters. The difference is though, is, is where I think if Ned faces off against, uh, you know, Jamie Lannister, he's, you know, on the battlefield, he's not holding back. You know, he, he, he wants to put this kid down. Yeah. I think if, you know, if there was, um, you know, how Stark up against, I actually don't know Boromir's last name. <laughs> House Boromir. <laughs> I mean, I, I think, I think Ned would have kind of heard about Boromir and would have been, you know, I don't want to fight him, but if I have to, I have to. And I think there would be a lot of respect in that fight, a lot of respect on that right. battlefield. Yeah, I agree. Wow, this is. I mean, difficult. I think it's. <laughs> I mean, I think it is difficult because I mean, I, you know, and the thing is, is, is kind of hearing the things we talked about. I think most people at this point would be like, "Well, you guys can make your decision." Um, yeah. I, I, I just think that. Even though I think a lot of things fall in in Boromir's favor, uh, again, I think like that nobility that Ned has, like that strength of character, and, and again, it's not a knock on Boromir. He's got a very strong character too. I think that's something that's going to keep him in the fight. Is if he's fighting Boromir, especially if he's fighting for a good reason or or, or, or something that he truly believes in, he's definitely going to give it his all and, and you know and i feel like sometimes that can kind of you know maybe if, if there's kind of a deficit there that could kind of almost help make up that deficit like his his conviction like if he's fighting boromir and ned believes that what he is fighting for is 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 right and it's it's fair and honorable and and noble it's almost going to kind of give him a boost i think right I agree. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Ned. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'll go with Ned on this one. I mean, he, with his nobility and his his kingliness, he he's he's bound to to rise above it, 
Boromir, and like you said, no knocking on Boromir and his family or his fighting or anything like that. He Ned comes out on top <laughs> on that one. On that one. Yeah. Um, I can't really think of any other ways to really compare these two. <laughs> I mean, yeah, well, he, even with wep- weaponry, uh, he, he has ice, which is which is uh, Valerian steel, mm-hmm. where Boromir doesn't really have uh, elven weapon. So, I mean, if you clashed weapons, he's going to take, take Boromir's sword apart. <laughs> but Boromir knows how to use more weapons, I think, because he has to. He's trained almost as like a... A, a, a life fighter where he's fighting for his life almost every day. I mean, that's what you kind of expect from, from or see from the movies where he's always out there on the battlefield fighting or looking, looking for things like that. So, but I, well, and you can't really go with that. I mean, unless you, unless, I mean, did he ever have an elven sword? I, like I don't think he, I don't think he did. I, I, I really don't think he did. But, no, I think, but I think the one thing though is, Again, when you watch both series, um, it seems like in Game of Thrones, really, except for your common foot soldier who kind of has the the large shield and the spear, most everybody else is kind of fighting, just like Ned, just like Jamie, really with that long sword, with that two-handed sword, where you watch Lord of the Rings, and it's it's multiple weapons. You know, Gimli has, he's the axe man, he's got the axes. Legolas with the bow, he's got the the throwing axes, the daggers, uh, even Aragorn, he has a two-handed sword, he has daggers as well. Going up against Boromir, if Boromir comes at him sword and shield, that's not something Ned is used to seeing, where wow. Boromir's kind of seen it all. Right. Even, yeah, even, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, it's... Like you, you were, you're probably right ready to say it. Boromir has seen it all. He he's seen the weaponry. He's seen what can come at him, not just sword and shield, but but staffs, uh, the, the different orc weapons, a lot of magic, uh, even the different types of creatures, like the 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 elves who have their weaponry, the the orcs, the the giants, the I mean, all the different things that come come at Boromir, he's had experience with, or we think he's had experience with hitting all of them. So, I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, so much so that even if Ned and, and I mean, he didn't, as far as we saw in the series, he he did not have a direwolf of his own. But if he did no. and the direwolf came out, came at Boromir, I mean, the the wargs that the orcs rode are much bigger. So, yes. he would be like, oh, look at this. Oh, you're sending your dog at me. OK, yeah, look at sure. The puppy. <laughs> oh, look. oh, you can't ride that, can you? Well, I fought ones that you can ride. <laughs> I mean, and even even um, even when they're in the the mines of I think it's the mines of Moria, and you know they're sne- well they're they're kind of sneaking around, and then it's Pippin Mary, it's one of those two knocks the bucket down the well, causes the noise, <laughs> all the orcs come, and it's great because uh, they're barricading themselves in, and Boromir kind of looks out, and he's like. They have a cave troll, and he's just sort of like, <laughs> "Sure, why not? We'll fight one of yeah, those too." <laughs> right, bring it on. <laughs> and, and, and really, in that battle, it's they're they're being swarmed. Um, orc are coming in from all sides. There's trolls. There's other things in there. And when you look at that group, it's Aragorn, Boromir, Gandalf, Legolas, and Gimli. They're the ones that could fight. The hobbits the can't. <laughs> yeah. So they're 
Boromir is fighting for his life, and then he's like, oh my god, somebody's about to get Sam, somebody's about to get Frodo, and then he's got to go and save them, and then he's got to watch his back, so... Right, yeah, it's, yeah, he's had to keep his front and his back, and the hobbits, all safe, it just, yeah, yeah, it was a lot. (laughs) I think it's kind of about that time, so... yeah. These two meet on the field. Jason, who's your, who's your, who's your pick? See, that it's going to be a difficult choice on this one. It's almost a coin toss, but I, I, I don't think we're going to have a tie on this one. <laughs> no. I, I, I'm actually going to go with Boromir. You know, and and I'm going to have to go with Boromir as well. So oh, why? Ah, that was a, that was a, <laughs> you were... I did not expect that. <laughs> I was expecting that pause right there. It had me on edge, and I'm like, "Here it comes. It's going to be a differing opinion." <laughs> well, yes. well, let me well let me ask you why. You know why would you choose Boromir over Ned and close battle or no contest? Close battle. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a close battle, but I take Boromir because just an all around individual fighting. Size, stamina, nobility. I mean, he's not a nobleman, but he has he has the nobleman attitude. I think he he either ties or goes above Ned on all of those, and it just I just give it to Ned. I just give it to Boromir. Yeah, and and I mean the same thing. I think it's going to be a very close fight, and I think Ned will hang in there. Ned will do his best. I just think he would be unfamiliar again if Boromir comes at him sword and shield. Ned's not familiar with that. No, he's not going to back down. He's going to fight. He's going to do his best. He's going to hold his own. I think Boromir, he's just better trained. He's more versatile. Um, I do think, though, that in the course of the fight, I think, I mean, both of these men would respect one another. And I think Boromir would really really come to respect Ned so much so that oh, yeah. if it, if it did come to the point, if he disarms him, if it really looks like the fight is over, I would see Boromir letting him go or, you know, making some kind of offer to him, you know, to show mercy, show mercy. mercy. Yeah. Well, now here's my question. So he shows mercy to Ned. What is Ned's response? Do you think, you know, if he says, you know, surrender and, and, you know, we'll take Winterfell quietly and something like oh, that. If something no. like that is on the line. No, Ned, Ned, Ned would not give up then. Ned would, Ned would not uh, submit. If, if you, you throw Winterfell into it, Ned's all about Winterfell. He's all about his family. He, he's going he's gonna to take it to the end. If he dies, he dies. But he, he will not give up then. That's where his nobility, yeah. that's where his, his, uh, his passion is, is Winterfell and his family. Yeah, and and I think like if it did come down to that, and and Boromir offered him the choice, you're right. I think Ned would would say, you know, no, you know, I'm I'm not going to do that. You're you're going to have to kill me, right? Boromir would do it. He wouldn't like it, and yeah, I just think that's the kind of battle it would be. It would really be, you know, just two very noble characters going at right. it, and one of them. Like I said, kind of bolstered by that that nobility and honor and, and, and believing what he's fighting in. But I think in the end, it's just o- o- overall as as a as a warrior. I mean, I really don't I really don't think anybody, you know, could really stand up to Boromir. No, not between them two. No. 
<laughs> no. Now, if you look at some of the other, you know, Game of Thrones characters, um, I mean, can you kind of look it up and down that roster of Game of Thrones? Do you think there's anybody that could really give Boromir a run for his money, maybe even win? Oh, well, th- there's two obvious ones, the Mountain and the, the Hound. Mm-hmm. And if, if it's pure fighting, yeah, them two. Even uh, Leanna, Bra- was it Leanne? Is that how you say your name? Uh, Brienne of Tarth? Brienne, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think she might be able to. Okay. Okay. I could, I mean, the mountain, obviously that's, Yeah. again, he's fought bigger people, but the mountain is just, he's inhuman. Um, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. That wouldn't even be a chance. So. Somebody else who I don't know if he would win, but I think he would really give Boromir a really tough fight is, you know, and this is going to kind of come out of left field. I think, Uh-oh. I think Braun. Really? If you you know when he when he stood up for Tyrion um, way back in in uh, the Vale, you know what? Yeah, I guess so. Now that you bring that up, yep. <laughs> you know the the whole thing of you know he he defeated this noble knight. Now, granted, that was no Boromir he was facing. No, but he was coming at him. He had the sword and the shield, and he's like, you know, you got that little pig sticker sword there you know what do you do and braun played it smart he's like this guy's gonna heavy armor and, and a big right. shield and swinging his sword i'm gonna tire him out i'm gonna slice behind his leg um right. you know braun fights you know he 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 fights to stay alive and he he's fights tactical. to get gold he knows yeah he he, he he observes his opponent he knows that he finds out their weaknesses real quick and he knows that like armor is going to slow him down like you said and he goes for the weak spots and he 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 he, he Almost fights dirty, but not really. He takes advantage of, of the other opponent's uh, weaknesses, which is good. And I think he would find Boromir's weakness. And again, like I'm not saying it's going to be an easy thing. No. He might not even win, but I think he would give him a very tough fight. Yeah. And and I think that and I think that like 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 Braun is is a character that people kind of look at as like comic relief a bit. You right. know, he Tyrion's drinking buddy, Jamie's buddy, but you know he's not. Someone to trifle with, I don't think. No, I agree. What What about um, the Red Viper? Um, Oberon, Oberon, Tyrell, I'm th- I, I know I'm butchering his name. Um, just because I don't think, I really don't think many people have seen anybody fight the way he did with with his spear and, and, and uh, acrobatic moves that he did, he, he might give uh, Boromir a tough fight. I, I, I'm having a hard time replacing, uh, replacing that guy. He, he, he was the one um, when they were going to have the, again, trial by combat for, for Tyrion uh, versus the mountain. He was the one that essentially killed the mountain, but then the mountain also killed him, crushing his, his skull before he died. Uh, Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I got yeah. you. Yeah, that that would. I mean, yeah, he. I don't think Boromir would expect anything like that coming out of a guy. So it might take him by surprise, real quick, and he might not be that fast on his feet to be able to take to take him. So yeah, I, I agree. He might be might be taken by surprise, but I mean, he'd probably hold his own anyway. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, I think it would be pretty interesting. I think it would be. Yeah. I think it would be pretty interesting. Definitely. Some <laughs> fantasy fights. See, they need to make like a a video game, like they did for a. Uh, like uh, X Men and Mortal Kombat, combine the two, 
let them fight it out and <laughs> see who wins and you you can mix it up <laughs> so. absolutely yeah yeah fighting game uh lord of the rings versus game of thrones there you go right. that'd be a good one <laughs> yeah just like uh yeah just like that style that'd be great <laughs> wow oops that well you know this again i think this was a really good debate i mean i think a little more a little more clear cut than the last one but uh, it's yeah, a lot yeah. of fun right yeah, a little bit it's more more on point for this one. We we really decided definitively who was going to win. <laughs> so. I mean, we 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 did try to find some something to help bolster Ned there, and you know, and I, and I mean, think I think that's a big takeaway is you know Ned's not going to drop in the first two minutes. He's he's no. holding out. It's just Boromir's just that much better. Right, I agree. Wow, you know, I want to thank Jason again for doing another versus. This was a lot of fun. It's always a pleasure. Yeah, and don't worry, you know, every couple of weeks, you know, because I think that's how long it takes us to kind of think up a, a battle and actually right. research it. <laughs> right. Yeah, we're, we're thinking on a few right now, so we'll we'll have one for you in a couple of weeks, hopefully. Absolutely. Yeah, and again, you know, um, Stuff You Don't Need to Know is on Instagram. Um, you could send me a dm you could reply to some of the posts if there's um if there's some verses out there that you do want to see um i know our, our friend alan over at nerd and me gave me a couple of ideas uh you know he had like um both of them in their prime like a bruce lee versus a jackie chan uh <laughs> then he had one he had the thing versus the hulk from endgame and i was like well that's a no-brainer for me <laughs> really which one would you go with I would take the thing because so would I. <laughs> I mean, Endgame so I. Hulk. Endgame Hulk was, you know, it's Professor yeah. Hulk. We have to go into some another another talk on that one. That's a whole <laughs> whole debate on that one. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. That's a no brainer there. So, and I'm going to put a link in the in the uh, description of the podcast. Uh, you know, Jason has his YouTube channel, You and Stomach. And I know because you, you sent me the link uh, yesterday, I think you put up a new video. So why don't you tell us a little yeah. bit about uh, what people can see this week? Oh, this week it was uh, an introduction to my sandwich video. Um, what I did was I asked for 10 sandwiches from viewers, listeners, friends, family, 10 sandwiches that you, you ate as a kid that other people thought was like bizarre and that you but you enjoyed. So I got 10 people to submitting uh, sandwiches. This week was just a introduction. I just did a just an open. I called it an open face. I had a debate with a guy today on the on a text message. There's no such thing as an open face sandwich. I, we had to exchange definitions of sandwich. Okay. There's somebody out there for everything. But, sure. Uh, he's a friend of mine. You know, friends like to bust you, bust on you. But anyway, it was just an open face. It was bread, butter, and sugar. It tasted like a cinnabon. I would eat it again, but the next ones are going to pop. One of them's I know a few of them probably make me gag. So stay tuned, subscribe. <laughs> but you're you're you're, away, you're dedicated so you to, to the watch. you're dedicated to the cause. You know you're yes, going to do it. Just to let the let the listeners know, after this series, I have one that's probably going to be even worse taste wise, and I'll announce that when these are over. So, but uh. Jay, I'll, I'll tell you off air. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, and, and like I said, uh, you know, if you look down in the description of this podcast, uh, I'm going to put a link uh, down there to uh, Jason's YouTube channel, which is You and Stomach. Uh, you can also find Jason on Instagram at family 
family heart fun, fun heart. food. I always get it like I always reverse it. <laughs> I know I, I reverse I reverse fun and food all the time, but I, it's family heart fun food. Yeah, fun, family yeah, that's heart, it. Fun <laughs> food. Okay, yeah, okay. There you family heart fun food. Okay, there we go. Right, fun, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so you you can find Jason there uh, on Instagram if you have food ideas or also, again, you know, um, I think I mentioned this last time, uh, Jason throws up a lot of comics that he has that he's looking to swap. So if you live in his area and you're looking to swap comics, talk comics, anything like that, uh, look for him on Instagram and because he does it all, he also does another podcast, uh, Conversations <laughs> yeah. with Jason and Pete. So where you find this podcast, you'll find that one. Anything else, Jason? Anything else to plug? I don't do anything else. I, I'm a dad. That, and that takes up the rest of my time. There you go. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> whoever's, listen, whoever's listening to this podcast probably heard my kids screaming in the background, yelling, yelling for me. <laughs> so, yeah. He's three and a half. You. That's what they do. <laughs> that's yeah very true very very true uh i want to thank jason again for coming on uh doing the verses is always a lot of fun and you know like jason said we're thinking up our next couple so look for us uh in the next week two weeks maybe and, and we'll definitely have another one out there yes we will all righty so this is jay i'll talk to you guys later <laughs>